Welcome to the Senior Soup Podcast, the DMV's senior resource hub and premier senior advocacy platform. My name is Raquel Meisset. And I'm Ryan Miner. The soup of the day is Aging as an Athlete and the NFL Alumni Health's partnership with Amada Senior Care. Our special guest in this episode is Kyle Richardson, who's a former NFL player, a Super Bowl champion, and now the co-director of the NFL Alumni Health. Kyle, thanks for joining us today. Let's dive right in. Hi, Raquel. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Hey, this is exciting. I know. We've been waiting for this. So tell us about yourself, your NFL career, and your role with the NFL Alumni Health. So I live in the Baltimore region. I'm in uh, northern uh, Baltimore County area. Been back in the city or in the area for over 10 years now. Retired back in 2007 from football and then uh, transitioned into healthcare and found my way into medical sales, but then also building my own company on the side in healthcare. And that led me down the road of when I got more active in volunteering, being a, a member of the NFL Alumni Association, which is something that a lot of former players will gravitate towards. Uh, at some point in their life. Current guys that were just recently retired, they may come to the NFL Alumni Association at various times. Just depends on when you feel a calling to really kind of give back to your community. And that's really what the association is built on and uh, a vehicle as a 501c3 to be able to give back to the community and look for those things in your area that are important to you. So speaking of giving back, as I was doing my research, I saw that the NFL alumni has been around since 1967. And it includes not just players, it includes coaches, cheerleaders, spouses, and more. And the organization's mission is caring for our own. The alumni organization ensures that its employees or former employees are cared for medically and legally. So can you elaborate on the NFL alumni health organization's mission to support its athletes? Yeah, so you actually hit on the mission that we're trying to build out more of. Historically, over the years, I'll be honest, the association was not necessarily focused so much on the mission statement of caring for our own. It's also been caring for our kids caring for kids in general in the community. The two are the mainstays of the mission. I and a few others around uh, the organization, not but five or six years ago, raised our hands to say, how can you take care of the community if you can't take care of your own? So therein lies more of an inflection point where we started to realize, you know, that health issues, the declining athlete, you know, these are all self-induced. We decided to sign up and play long-time football career, and there is damage. Nobody's really kind of owned the space from a retired community of an athlete across the board, to be honest. Various groups, baseball, basketball, they have programs that have been built in based on revenue shares. The NFL today and the union still have, they're lagging. They're lagging behind, I believe, other organizations. And we see in that space an opportunity from the football retired community to really own more of the space, not duplicate any of the plans that are available to retired players, but fill in the gaps. I think that's great too, because Ryan and I always talk about how aging is clearly not a glamorous industry to be in. No one likes to talk about <laughs> mm-hmm. it, you know. No one. But it's inevitable, right? Raquel? Right, right. And if we're not educating ourselves and everyone else out there, how are we going to be able to be prepared and to age appropriately? I want to age glamorously. I mean, who doesn't, right? (laughs) What does that mean to you, Raquel? So to be healthy and still and be able to take care of myself. But I think you said in a previous episode that you want to be able to get your nails done. For sure. When you're aging glamorously. Yeah. It's all part of it, Ryan. It makes you feel better. You feel good. You look good. You're younger. As long as my wife is happy. (laughs) You got your bar. That's it. Happy that's wife, it. happy life. Happy so, wife, happy life. 
it's so great that you are part of that move mm-hmm. to be able to make sure that those people are going to be prepared and have those resources behind it all. Today, thinking down the road for this interview, it, it's really that you could be a current former player that is of need or you have a family member, right? right? And I think that's what's interesting that you guys offer in Mata Senior Care is that there's a stage here that we right immediately as a former player should be engaging you guys on. You know, I think about my own parents. They're in Florida. They're 80. I dread any kind of call that they've fallen or anything like mm. that because we know what can happen. I want to be prepared. I should be proactive even for myself at this point. Speaking of Mata Senior Care, Kyle, when I first met Raquel, she took me to a Mata Senior Care university if there ever was such a thing. <laughs> She's looking at me funny. It was the whole rundown. It was the rundown. And as a senior care provider, I quickly realized that Amada is fundamentally different from most other home care organizations and providers. They're a step above the rest of the national home care companies because their caregiving hiring process really focuses on developing their caregiver skills and standing behind their core values. And Amada is also a nationwide long-term insurance expert that operates from the home care space. We encourage everyone to consider getting long-term care insurance as you age. But even more unique is Amada's partnership with the NFL Alumni Health Association. Walk us through that genesis of how this partnership came to be with Amada Senior Care and why the organization chose to work with a company like Amada. It has evolved over the last few years, but you know it starts and stops with Taffa Jefferson. Obviously, for those of you that might know Taffa's story, he was a former player and was uh, not a long time in the NFL, but long enough that he understands everything, all the aches and pains. And we say anybody that's played it down has damage. You know, he understands that life cycle of anybody that plays the sport from his ability to transition out of football and find this successful franchise business that he's created and being around him the times I have. It's easy to see why you guys are gravitating towards this model. It's has a lot to do with empathy. In your relative world, if you can have somebody that's a caregiver, but have empathy, not just the science behind things or just here's what I'm supposed to be doing, that is a critical piece. That's what I've picked up from Toph and I'm sure it, it comes downward. It's more about the personal story. For me too, when I first met Tafa, he told me how he got into home care. You know, his mother was a caregiver and he saw what she was doing and the impact she had on people's lives. And he was like, I want a part of this and I want to make it so so amazing. And that's essentially what he's done. And my mom's a social worker. I have a background in pharmaceutical sales. So the two combined, I knew I wanted to get out there and provide not only great quality care, but the customer service behind that is really important too. And there are a lot of gaps that are missing and connecting the dots as we age or as we have surgeries and need more home health, which is more medical grade needs. Brian and I talk about it all the time. It's overwhelming. It's important for us to get out there and being able to serve as a resource for these people. So that's why we're so glad to have this partnership with you guys. Yeah, we're looking forward to expanding. So talking about athletes and their bodies, but, <laughs> but it's because younger aged people, you're probably right about that. <laughs> but it's because they take care of themselves. Yep, you guys sure. have worked out your whole life. You're 
bodies are kind of like your holy grail, right? Can you talk to us about how athletes go from being more performance-based to more self-care? How does that look as you get older? Well, some guys, it goes well, and some guys, it doesn't. I think, you know, in the transition from an athlete, anybody that basically loses an identity has a mental obstacle to go around. Most athletes, especially in football, are retired because they're told to be retired. They don't retire on their own. That's so like the military. That's, that's like go. the military. You never leave kind of happy, right? It's always like, well, you know, I wanted one more year, and they're telling me I'm no good. Uh, it's When it's time, it's time. You get out, you get out. So, And there is a lot of similarities in the military yeah. and sport athletes at the professional level. That's another uh, episode we could talk about. <laughs> but I think, uh, you know, Sorry. the retiring athlete in this regard is, you know, there's this five-year window that an athlete stays at that top tier, typically staying in shape somewhat. You're meeting people, and people still remember you. You're somewhat relevant still, even if you played one down whatever down number of downs in the nfl and then after you get that five years outside of the nfl things start to like well people don't remember me as much my opportunities aren't as sharp and you really got to discover yourself so i think there's these evolutions and that happen from a mental perspective and then there's the physical side of it too you know we look at what we refer to as not scientifically by any means but 40 to 50 could be the valley of death for guys that when things start really spiraling downward, more cognitively, physically, second and third surgeries on the same joint that you've had old injuries from, knee replacements, you know, that 50, there's knee replacements and hip replacements Mm. at 50. How do they get by with their activities of daily living? Well, modern medicine today, uh, (laughs) fortunately, they're pretty good at replacing these days, but they don't last forever, right? So they yeah. know by the time they're 70, they might have to have another one. I think it's the in-between thing. It's the pain that you deal with. It's can't move as well as I used to. I can't go to the gym. I can't get on the treadmill. I can't just take off running and stand in shape. And I'm not saying anything that doesn't happen to the rest of the public. It's just mm-hmm. it happens to us earlier in life because of what we chose to do. Right. We all signed up for it. We know it. There was a give and take. Some guys in the high contact position of football got it worse. We talked about the local chapters. Let's use examples here. So those guys, 50s, 60s, Tell us about these local alumni chapters and how they can get involved. This is what we're working on as a uh, a partnership. You know, we have various golf events, things that are in the community, and Amada Senior Care has been great to help partner in that. Joining the two brands out into the community, it's a brand awareness. It's guys that become ambassadors because maybe they have had an experience with Amada Senior Care or directly, or maybe it's a family member. And that's the benefit. That's what we're trying to do is create this hub and spoke model is what we refer to it as with associations with companies like yourselves. You're trying to get out to the community, tell a story, do good work, uh, and we're looking to partner with those kind of people. And for me, I'm the co-director in NFL Alumni Health. We're focused on the health initiatives. So that's what I'm really excited to do at a local level here in Maryland and in Virginia, and also to be able to provide some extra education and support behind that because people don't know what to expect and you don't know what you don't know. And what I found out too, our vested players, they get a lot of benefits from the NFL. I mean, long-term care insurance, Armada's experts and advocates of them so we can help them navigate through that and make sure they're maximizing their benefits there. And then I think you and I were talking about, was it the 88 plan? Yeah, from the dementia programming. Years ago, the NFL put into place an 88 program is what they refer to it as. And if you qualify for a dementia, then you would get a certain uh, stipend per month to be able to take for your care, your family members and those things. I think the misnomer might be, yes, we do have programs, but the programs are only as good as if you understand how to use them. And I think that's where you guys can come involved, especially in the home care 
type of realm. And that's what we really want to explore with you guys is getting you guys educated so that you could be that in between, like linking up. Hey, I know what you need. You know, we're going to send that person over. By the way, you have a plan here from your days of playing because you're a vested player. Toph has worked on that with some other uh, individuals that help run those programs from the either the league side or the union that we're all a part of as former players. I think that's a way to explore things and really tie the loose ends so that you demystify these questions that guys might be dealing with themselves and they just don't know how to act. We do need to create more concierge services for ourselves so that we understand how to use them. I completely agree. I mean, I'm very passionate about helping people. It's why I got into this industry. I mean, this is not an industry to be in if you don't have that empathy that we were speaking about earlier and that passion behind making an impact on the community. So that is great. And the customer service behind it all, I believe in A++++ because that's just the type of person I am. And I think every person out there should have that level of white glove service. The education behind it. I mean, that's where I think we work really well together to make sure they are well educated on how to prepare to age in place or in a community setting. Speaking of education, we have to take what we can get and this new medium, podcasting, I know it's not necessarily new, but it is somewhat new to an older adult population who are actually discovering podcasts and using it as a way to pick up information. For me and for people I know, if you see a professional athlete or a retired professional athlete on television hawking a product, sometimes you might ask, do they actually have a stake in this? Is there an investment? Are they being paid a certain amount of money? But what I really like about you, Kyle, is that you are truly invested in the health and the well-being of these former athletes, these retired athletes, and partnering with Amada demonstrates that so succinctly because they can provide a resource, a care, and maybe people don't know about it. And it's like what we do at a noble care. I give you so much credit for your work with this. I think it's a fantastic organization. And especially because recently we hear so much information and news about former professional athletes who have head injuries causing cognitive decline. I think that's going to be a bigger topic through the next couple of years. And I, I hope that we can address it in a way that everybody understands it. I appreciate you recognizing that. You know, we talked earlier off air that it's being authentic, right? Just trying to, what is it you want to do? And not necessarily just be a spokesman, but be an ambassador because you've gone through it or you experience it or you just believe it. I think the element of having an opportunity to work through a podcast, it's interesting to me because actually, you know, there's young people looking for senior help for their parents. So maybe there's a network that happens at a younger age, educating, and then eventually 20 years from now, those people might be aging themselves. Right. Um, so I think you're onto, this, onto something here. And Like, what's next? Is it the TikTok revolution where people are... <laughs> maybe we should get on TikTok no, and do I can't. this senior suit pod- <laughs> podcast. If your kids are on it, the rule of thumb is don't be on it, unless it's maybe Facebook or Instagram. Let's go back to something that you were going down the road of. Yes, cognitive is an issue, concussion issues. I think, though, what's happened out of the DeMar Hamlin relative issue has shown a light more on just health in general. If you think about an athlete at top tier, all of a sudden he is down on the turf. What's going on? It's less about the game at that point and that everybody's vulnerable to certain things if you're not caring to look and really stay up with your own health care. And I'm sure he was. It's just, it was just a moment in time when the whole nation actually stopped and the game stopped. You know what? It's not about football. 
It's about humanity first and football second. Glad you brought that up because I think it's one of those moments within the last couple of decades where you're right, everything stopped. The one unifying thing in America right now is we can still sit down and watch a game of football or baseball or basketball without having to worry about anything else. And when we saw that as a nation, it stopped. Super Bowl Sunday's coming up. Yeah, who's playing? He tested me Come before on, this. Do you know who's playing? The Chiefs and the Eagles. You. See, you All probably right. even know the betting lines too. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> She's going to Vegas. <laughs> so who are you rooting for? Uh, so I'm from Missouri, so I'm going to go back to the Chiefs, even though okay. they keep getting in there all the time and how what a snoozer that is. <laughs> I was actually, you know, I played two years at Cincinnati. I okay. was hoping that they would uh, pull it out, but... I don't think the refs helped them too much. So do you? Mm. Are you're not? You're not going, are you? I will be out there. I'm not oh, going okay. to the game though. Okay. Oh. Just yes. going to a good party. Well, there'll be some of that, but uh, there's some work involved here too, Raquel. You know, oh. we've got to spread the good word of what we're telling you guys about. That's right. Bring a little natty bow. Bring some uh, Baltimore. No, that'll stay in Baltimore. <laughs> oh, I'd have to tell you, Baltimore City for football games, there's really nothing like it. Heading down there with friends and family and the fun of parking and walking over to the stadium. And it's some of my best memories with my dad in the last 10 years. He's a big Ravens fan. We were talking offline when I was 15 years old, a born and raised Maryland boy when the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2001. It was amazing. And then they turn around a year later and win the college basketball. Yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. That right Gary Williams. Back. Talk about Maryland sports. Sport. in Maryland. That was the peak of Maryland sport. I was telling my wife this morning about the interview, and I was I said, remember back in the 90s watching the Baltimore Orioles? We would go to the Orioles games and see their first base, Raphael Palmero, mm -hmm. Brady Anderson, mm -hmm. Cal Ripken. Mm -hmm. Those were the heydays of Baltimore City sports. There's nothing like seeing a professional sports game in person. Yeah, I actually came to town in 98, so I got to see the Brady Andersons and the Cals finish his <laughs> career. That was an exciting time. Hopefully they're going to build it back. I'm not sure if they can get over the hump. You know, you got the Yankees. Uh, it is a great ballpark. You know, it's nostalgic in that way. You know, when I came in, in 98 to Baltimore. It was a city trying to still discover itself, rediscover. It was a proud moment for us as a team to be able to take that on ourselves and turn it into that championship uh, city. Kyle, we covered a lot today. If there were a few takeaways you could have people take from this podcast, can you give us a little something? I mean, it's never too early to start investing in your health care. And that's what we're saying to our former guys. As soon as they retire, yeah, you're a former athlete, but you're in the game of life and stay committed to that. You know, we're looking forward to the relationship to build with Amada Senior Care. And I'll be talking to Tafa next week. We'll get further down the road. Yeah, we're going to do more together. I'm excited. Just as a reminder, new episodes of the Senior Soup podcast are released on Mondays at 9 a.m. And you can listen to the Senior Soup podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeart, Pandora, and more. Raquel, you can even listen to the Senior Soup podcast with your Amazon Alexa. You'll say, Alexa, play the Senior Soup podcast. Will it sing my tune? On Amazon Music, what is the tune? The Senior Soup. Raquel and I would love to read your feedback if it's nice. You can email the podcast at feedback at seniorsoup.com. And, of course, be sure to visit our website at theseniorsoup.com for all the latest episodes and content. Raquel, you need to go and watch Ace Ventura and learn who Ray Finkel is. It was all at Dan Marino's fault. Everyone knows that. If he had held the ball laces out like you're supposed to, Ray would never have missed that kick. Would you like a cookie, son? Hmm. What do you know? They're little footballs. <laughs> laces out.
Laces out. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> and I think that is a wrap. That's a wrap.